Welcome back to Starting Five Podcast on SB Nation, Grease the Bear Blues. I am the One P Shark. And I'm still at underscore Scott Lee on Twitter. I guess I'll be the only one that's, you know, happily holding these L's for, for Grizzly Nation. How about that? Nah, you can freshly squeeze me a few more <laughs> if you don't mind. It's really shitty, man. Since the corner man ain't here, I'll cut him back a little bit and give it to the big fella down low. Appreciate it, man. Um, big man, not as consistent as last year, but it is your big man at Tav Shakur. What it do, Grizz Nation? <laughs> yes, sir. It's more else than just the Grizzlies, though. Is you know, got the college team out here as well. But that's a that's for another podcast. But that's for another podcast. <laughs> Grizzlies this week. First off, let's start off. They went into Utah, and Jaron Jackson Jr. came through. Where well, the team period played a really good game. Jaron Jackson Jr. came through uh, with John Morant the last play kick out to him for the game winning three. Great, marvelous, uh, marvelous performance. Consistency is key. Let me see you do it again. Wednesday, Toronto. He had a great first half uh, before getting foul trouble. Taylor Jenkins rotations. I have no idea what he put in person on the bench for four fouls for a whole quarter. That's Taylor Jenkins for you. But um, they got out of whack. Uh, don't play defense like they normally do. And Toronto ran off in the second half and came back and won the game after leading by 10 at halftime. Then Friday night, John Morant got hurt. Um, it turned out to be a enough knee sprain. Luckily, uh looked like it could have been much worse at the time that the injury happened. And the Grizzlies proceeded to fall behind by 40 points in the game and lose 132 to 100. And we predicted the fourth game, which we are recording before that game, the Sacramento Kings, uh, on Sunday night. But this episode comes out on a Monday, so we won't really speak of that game. So, one and two week, John Moran is out. We don't know how long. Uh, we know it's not for the season. But what are your thoughts uh, about this weekend going forward with John Moran being out? Not sure exactly how I should feel, fellas. Um, I'm not sure if I should be, um, you know, gloating at the fact that I kind of knew we would only win one game this week or kind of sad that yet here we are yet again, another week where we have, you know, 30, 40 point loss to a team that you shouldn't be losing by 30 or 40 points to. Um, I think to your point, Shark, I think, you know, I, I'll at least say this. I'm glad to know that we still have the capability of beating good teams. Um, John Morant um, had a good game. Triple J had a really, really good game. He, I think I, I mentioned it last on last week's podcast, like his defense has improved drastically. He still has some games here and there. You already mentioned that they, he, that he has foul trouble, but for the most part, his defense has, you know, picked up tremendously. I've seen him, you know, pick, uh, you know, pickpockets several guys here. I've seen him make, you know, blocks here. I've made him, I've seen him, um, you know, just straight up play a, a, somebody one-on-one with, with ease actually. So I'm glad to see that his defense is improving. Um, but as a team overall, I think I'm still just yet disappointed that we continue to have these blowout losses. Um, the game against Toronto, uh, Toronto, that I, I was a game I felt like we could have had, but you know, we, I feel like we play well for a quarter or two or we play well for a half. And then we just like, Hey, you know what? We've done our job. We'll just, we'll just mail it in. Um, and, you know, just stop playing defense and we'll give up 130 points to, to the Toronto Raptors or we'll give up 130 points to whomever. So that that's still yet frustrating. And I've gotten to the point where I'm accepting that, guys, this is a bad team. I don't care how you flip it. I don't care how you look at it. I don't care if you're an optimistic person. I don't care if you're just one of those people that's always negative. Like, this is a bad team. And the reason I say this is a bad team, because it's not the losses that we have, but it's the amount of losses that we have by more than 20 points and that you can't you can't just gloss over that i mean 
how many losses that we have by more than 20 points. I feel like it's like six or seven, which is a recipe for disaster, if you ask me. That's something that's not um, that's not sustainable. That's That can be anywhere, anything from the coaches um, not getting the players ready for the games. That could be the players not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Um, to get to make sure that they're ready for the game. I'm not sure what it is, but this is a bad team, and I hope something happens to where we can kind of flip the script and, you know, make a season out of it, but right now it's not looking good. And to answer your question about the losses, it was six of the ten games or about 20-plus, um, and eight, I want to say eight of the ten, or maybe nine of the ten, nine of the ten were about double digits. That is not good. And that's nine to ten losses thus far in a yep. in a 21, 22 games in the season already. Yep. Um, and just on, I want to make sure I hear your question right, Shark Cap. You want us to talk about how we move forward? We're not gonna talk about this week right now. Or which one you both want? both talk about move forward because it goes it goes hand in hand. John Morant got hurt this week, so think about yeah. you know what's going forward with them being out. Yeah. Gotcha. So, yeah, I, I do want to agree and utter the same sentiments about Skyler. Like, I, I called us winning against the Jazz. I just knew after that blowout and that disgusting loss in Minnesota, um, we had to respond somehow. So they did call that players-only kind of meeting, so to speak, um, but which was definitely led by our superstar, Job Morant. Um, and, you know, they responded well. Even if they would have lost by one point, I still would have been okay, or two points, because they would have played with what I like to say, two ventricles and two atriums, ladies and gentlemen. That's a heart. Um, but then they, they lost that after that. Um, I said on this podcast last week, I said in that Raptors game, please do not let Scotty Barnes outplay triple J and in 48 minutes, Scotty Barnes, I'll play triple J. Scotty Barnes did not outplay triple J in the first 24 minutes. That first half, I agree, Skyler, that first half was triple J. That was the Grizzlies. Um, triple J was even like, he was backing people down and giving them cup games. And then the whistle blew, the second half started, and he shrunk heavily. Um, and if I could, there was a one point this week that I turned into the game, and I want to explain what happened. This is when John went down. I saw on Twitter and everything like that. So I checked into the game, checking on Twitter with you all. The moment I turned on the game, I saw exactly how our season is supposed to go. There was a defensive stop by Triple J. It was a three-on-one fast break. I don't know if you guys remember. It was close to the end of the first half. Three-on-one fast break. Ladies and gentlemen, let me say what happened. Dylan Brooks got it. He was going. He was being defended by one person, but Triple J and Desmond Bain were also trailing. He gave it up to Desmond. Desmond missed it, and Triple J was nowhere to be found for a rebound. The Hawks got the rebound and responded. That's it. My point here is, we don't play with enough energy. There's no reason why we don't score on a three-on-one fast break, even if we miss the first initial shot. Great defense leads to better offense, and that led to terrible offense. So it's a microcosm of our season in that we have this quote-unquote potential to do so well. But to your point, Skylar, consistency is key. They keep showing us who they are. This is not a team that is ready to take this division when it actually had the chance to. It had the chance when Luka was down. Had a chance when KP was down. And what did we do? We went down with them. We didn't do nothing. And here we are. And I'm, I'm with the team a little bit, but as I spoke, uh, with Savage on, on I don't know sports 
I'm more on the coach, man. See, the coach can do many of things, but sometimes the coach has to hire a staff around him that maybe inspires, that maybe has a shooting coach, that maybe has a defensive mindset. But I don't really see that. And God bless Cooney Penny is the only one from Ohio State that's there. It maybe makes some sense there. But still, that staff is not what I needed to be to develop our players. We didn't develop John Morant, ladies and gentlemen. Let's just be clear. We just let Ja off the leash. He got a shooting coach on his own. Ja just off the leash doing what he doing what he always knows how to do. There's been no development. And y'all telling me that John, Big John, Big Big John scored the most points against not, the Hawks. Not, not little John. Little, not little John. <laughs> and, the, and the East Side Boys. Big John. Okay. And the RB mix made the best plays. If I got to go to highlights of the Hawks game, I got to see Big John. He don't even start. Yeah, yo. <laughs> I'm done. Go ahead. What? Okay. Okay. Oh man, I mean, y'all been y'all been spot on. I don't even know anything I could possibly add at this point. Um, Skyler, you called them a bad team. I couldn't agree with you more. Shidi, you brought up coaching, and I brought up that last last week. So I think now the fire should really be on, which unfortunately I don't think will happen because we did lose our best player. Um, of course, I want the light to be up. Like, <laughs> if y'all can hear my lighter right now, like Lil Wayne, we talking rap. Y'all can hear my lighter. This is how the light needs to be under Taylor Jenkins, but it won't because I think that a front office would give her the benefit of the doubt uh, with John Morant going on. But let's talk about last week. Last week, we won against the Utah, Utah Jazz. What happened that didn't happen the last, the last two games? We started Kyle Anderson. We set a defensive mentality, and we won. Regardless how we ended, whatever we won. You take Kyle Anderson, you put him on the bench again, and we lose because there's no defensive start and there's no defensive backbone within this team outside of Dylan Brooks, really. I, I get Dylan. You know, Stephen Adam, big, big, big Stephen do his thing in the paint a little, but you have to create that mentality that I've been begging Coach Jenkins to do for all season, essentially. Why would you why would you take him out the lineup? I don't know. Um, we lost against the Raptors, of course, I, I wanted to see how we uh, how Jaron Jackson would go against Precious because, you know, this fire again, we was going to have to light him up. Precious ended up scoring one one point more than him. But I mean, I'll back off a little bit. It, I, it, there's no fire there, but I, I'm happy that I'm happy that. What's up, Shark? <laughs> hey, Precious is shooting that thing, man. He was, hey, he was, he was. <laughs> he was. So now it's like we lost to them. And of course, we lose John Morant. Um, we're already nine and ten, ladies and gentlemen. And again, what I just say, we lost our best player. So sub five hundred, me for five hundred. I don't think the Grizz recover. Um, the 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 by the end of the season, well, not even the end, probably mid season. I'm expecting Jamal Murray, honestly, to be back for the Nuggets. Um, and I'm expecting Sacramento to turn up with them. You know, losing their coach, Sharky was spot on about that. They are turning up. And also, can we really say that Minnesota's better than us? I mean, I, right now it's looking like it. So by the time John Morant gets back, so I'm going to say, what, three, four, have extended time with a team that's playing with no heart now and we lose our best player? I don't, <laughs> we're already a bad team with John Morant. I don't see us recovering for the rest of the season. So like I said, I, the fire should be under Coach Jenkins for their performance really all season. But 
I don't think that he I don't think anything could happen there the front end at the front office to give him the benefit of the doubt. Of course. And I think he's gonna get another season regardless. Uh even if John Randolph got hurt because he's still a young what everybody if you be keep telling us if it's true, they're still a young team. The front office is not thinking about this year, they think about the future next year, right? Uh so he to me, he's not on going to even be near hot seat this year. Next year, it might be a different story, but whether John got hurt or not, I think. Ted Jenkins is going to be here, uh, start at least starting next season. So, my thoughts first up, shout out to Dylan Brooks for passing the ball on that three on one fast break that she did allude to. He's come a long way. Shout out to DB for that, man. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was the biggest thing I took from that. Uh, <laughs> from that, <laughs> also, man, let's just see. Uh, like I said, bad week, John got hurt, bad team right now. Yes, you keep losing these blowout losses like that, it, it's crazy. Uh, especially like you know, John gets hurt. You kind of be like, all right, that's deflating. But still, at home, to be down by 40 to Atlanta? Like, like what a heart. What a dog get. My guy, shout out to my guy Savage. I don't know sports. Who are dog, bro. We need some dogs, bro. And he said, I mean, we sat down here before. We probably used a different term, but he spot on what he said, dogs. We ain't got it. But let's see how the team responds going forward. Uh, last year, Ja got hurt. We started the season like 0-2, and, and he got hurt. And we thought we was going to be – Bad when you got back, and actually, we got back. We kind of held serve a little bit. So, hopefully, maybe this may push the team to say, All right, we got to step up now. It's our time to step up. Let's do it. We'll see what happens. Um, I ain't gonna say I'm the most optimistic about it, but I have seen it happen before. So, I'm gonna try and keep some hope, uh, as a fan. But, like y'all, I agree with y'all. This is what this is who we got right now. Um, and unfortunately, I don't know what it, I don't know what it is. It got to be until y'all point coaching. So let's get to the Twitter questions. First up, this week, uh, we got Memphis Grizzlies UI. Uh, I think it's uh, Memphis Grizzlies Uruguay. Yep. Uh, I think he uh, asked this question two weeks ago. Shout out to let's him. Let's go. His uh, Twitter is at Memphis UI. With job and ran out for an important amount of games, who would step up and handle the ball when Tigers is not in? Bane, Melton, or Cal? He said, Bane, you know, he did in some league. Melton managed the ball sometimes, and Cal, who has natural ability. Who has the natural ability to move despite his hiding position? Scala, take that one. Um, I think that'll be a collective effort. Like I say, naturally, Tyus Jones is going to get a lot of that that time with handling the ball. But I think between Tyus Jones, DeAnthony Melton, which I would have already assumed anyway, um, I think he'll help. But I think that's the main reason. I think that's what we saw from um, Desmond Bain in some leagues that we've already seen thus far in the season is the ability for either one of those guards to one either play off the ball, but then also have the ball in their hands and, and to be able to create further. So I think it'll be, um, I think it'll be all three to, to answer your question. I think it'll be a mixture of all three of those. And you just kind of hope that one of them, or at least all three can, uh, can give you something of what John Murray was already giving you. So that's my answer. Cool. cool. And our next question is from Chris Rose. He is uh, asked this question from England. So we got the overseas today, man. Come on, Appreciate man. y'all. Come on. Appreciate y'all. Uh, he's at he's at C Rose nineteen ninety eight. His question was: Should the Grizzlies be looking to should the Grizzlies be looking straight to the trade market after Christmas in light of slow defense and the lack of Adams impact? And if so, who's a reasonable target that improves the team long term? Sheedy, take that one. Yeah, um, asking to trade Stephen Adams. Is that was the question? Um, right now, I, I don't. 
Steven Adams is not going to move the needle for anybody. Um, and he's not going to be worth a trade value for us to get something back. Even if it's a future, I don't know, first round pick or second round, like Steven Adams just doesn't have that type of value. I looked at his contract. He's making what, 17, 18 million dollars a season. Um, it's pretty mid tier, so to speak, a little definitely over the mid exception. Um, but to get a, a player of that value back for him, um, you would have to piece something else with Steven Adams um, in order to get value for this year right now. And honestly, I mean, Steven Adams, I mean, we've we've gone back and forth about whether Steven Adams or, or JV. JV's playing hell of a, hell of a season in New Orleans. Um, and New Orleans also, they're playing without their right tackle. Um, and so that's something different. But um, Steven Adams is doing the best that he can. And again, I, this goes to coaching, like, Wherever system he's in, he does his job, so to speak. And what is his role, Taylor Jenkins? What do you really want him to do? And I don't think he's there. He's not here to score, realistically, or really facilitate offense. He's shown some flashes, but I don't think he's here to do that, especially in what Taylor Jenkins' offense. So to me, I don't – you just hold on to Steven Adams so that contract is up because this day and age, 17 $18 million a season ain't going to get you nobody for real. Um, what do you want to do, trade him for Alex Caruso? I think he's making about 17 or $18 million. It'd be great, but then be too many guards, and then Jaron Jackson definitely ain't getting no rebounds. You got to <laughs> clock out, dog. I just can't believe that you called Zion Williams a right tackle. Wait, I, I started. Came... I started to answer. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so next question, dog. The, I'm. It started the Grizzlies Miami Heat game when the video came out. Him doing some drills. I was like, bro, am I looking more like a right tackle? So. <laughs> Doing the shuttle drill. <laughs> like if he was playing, I'm pretty sure Winston wouldn't be hurt right now. I tell you that. Ain't nobody <laughs> getting nobody. Yep. All right. Hey. Talk about a blind side. All right. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, hey, to continue on with CD's point. Um, I feel like no trade to me, me and Tuke, and we've we've talked about this before. We agree with each other. If the Grizzlies long, if they're looking long term, they want to develop talent, which is where mm-hmm. everybody keeps telling us, me and Steve Adams and start Xavier Tilly with Jaron Jackson. If you're going, if this is the route y'all want to go, I know 17. And where, where have y'all paying them? If he's struggling, start as you tell me and develop the talent that you got. I mean, that, that's just that's just my two cents. That's I mean, Gorgie was making what 15 million last season anyway, right? Like, y'all didn't bring Steve Adams in to be like a big, huge piece. You still developing talent, start as you tell me and just move forward. Simple as that. But, um, uh, Trevor, yeah, you know, I got Trevor, he off today. Uh, uh you know, you can follow him at the arts. Of Trevor, remember of is uh not a preposition. <laughs> so he asked should Kyle Anderson be inserting in the starting lineup. Uh two, you took that one. Absolutely. My alien brother been standing from the start. Don't know why he's not starting. Um, if you look at Kyle Anderson from last year, like he averaged his career high in points, rebounds, assists, like he was going up. And then you move into this season and now you take him out for whatever reason. Now he's down to like eight points. Don't really look enthused actually in the plan into my eyes. But I think at this point, um, to answer even the question that you asked Skyler, like he's averaging around two assists per game. And last year he was averaging four. So, I mean, now the ball will be in his hands more. Um, in my opinion, he's the second best playmaker in the starting lineup. And that's even going from last year. So you put that him him in back in at small forward, and you got another playmaker that can do things without the ball, but he does a lot of good things with the ball that don't get recognized as well. Like I say, he averaged almost four assists last season, averaging two right now. So 
Um, of course, his stock will go back into the star lineup. He should have been into the star lineup. And I think now we'll see, of course, with Ty, with Ty's uh, coming into the star lineup, taking over for Ja, um, Steven Adams, Steven, not Steven Adams, Kyle Anderson's assists uh, will go up for real. So um, he should definitely should have been a starter. Don't know why he's been being straight but you know the vibes. Yep, yep, yep. We know, we know. Also, uh, I guys, the fat boy fade away podcast at fat boy fadeaways our guys out in uh, the bay area they asked what has happened to their defense this year seems to be seems to always be a staple but not so much early on this year i take that i've been talking about it the last couple episodes effort 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 all right jeff uh jv and kyle Anderson, i mean not jv jv and uh grayson allen want the greatest defenders they're probably one of the worst defenders on the team but they gave effort they tried at least I think with JV sometimes, <laughs> but they, they gave effort. This team this year, you actually got defenders, and they're just not making the effort to actually play defense. So effort, heart, whatever you want to call it, they just ain't trying. Hopefully they try now with Jai out, but you, yeah, it is what it is. Scotty, you got some? Yeah, and, and that's, in my opinion, that's half of it. I haven't played a, a minute of competitive basketball in my life, but I've watched enough basketball in my time to know that, and she correct me if I'm wrong, Half of you playing a defense, you know, as a as an individual, as a as a player, or as a team, half of the half of the ability to do that is just the wanting to do that. It's the effort to what Sharky just said. Like again, Grayson Allen and JB weren't the best defenders, but goddamn it, they tried. And it seems as if like there are times, there are minutes, there are moments within the game where they literally do not care who goes past them, who gets to the rim, who has a wide open three. Half of the 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 Ability to play wanting to do, in my honest opinion. Also, and I can answer when it goes back into my last question, like Kyle Anderson, the Grizz have played 19 games. Kyle Anderson started two and we won one. Like I, I know and, and it, it, he's an important part of our defensive in, in mentality, especially on the wings that people really just don't realize his worth right now. So I think that 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 honestly has something to do with it too. You're not creating that defensive mentality going forward. Starting, you're starting off offensively, you know, trying to get people going like Bane, who should be put them on a bench and let them go off on the bench. But create that defensive mentality starting off the game. That's what Grizz Nation has been about since the grit and grind days. It, it should have been now, <laughs> but it is what it is. And I ain't go front. Before, you know, the stuff going on, Philly and Ben Simmons, at first, I ain't going to say I was totally against seeing, like, the Grizz, you know, people acting like Grizz should trade for Ben Simmons. I wasn't totally against it, but I wasn't necessarily for it. It was just, like, depending on who they trade for him, I, you know, I prefer shooting. But I need defense. I know Ben Simmons is going to play some defense, got dog. So, uh, if they decide to make that move, I actually wouldn't be – I don't think I would have been mad regards to depending on who they trade, who they would have traded for him. If they were to, if they were to come, you know, to pass, I know he's going to play some defense. And – wouldn't be a bad move if they were to consider it now, especially considering what they're doing right now on the defensive end. But y'all know what's coming up this season. I mean, this season, this week. Um, like I said, we're not going to be able to talk about the second, you know, game because we record before the game. And by the time this episode comes out, it'll already be done. Hopefully, they are actually at 500, but I am below 500 shark today, not uh, 500 shark anymore. We actually below now. So we play Toronto again at Toronto, uh, not Tampa Bay at Toronto, too. <laughs> uh, oh, we, also, yeah. we also played the Thunder at home uh, Thursday. Then we played at Dallas Saturday night. What's y'all record this week? 
Um, I, I'll go first. Uh, no, I was gonna say I got it. Okay, um, okay, that sound real. Oh, and three ish to me, fellas. Um, and I don't even want to say that they'll lose to the Thunder, but uh, last time I checked, I don't think John Moran is playing on the is playing during that game. And even if he was playing, that ain't a guarantee that we would win the game anyway because we've lost to some bad teams. I'm sorry, guys, that sound real. Oh, and three ish to me, but hey, you know. Maybe they'll maybe they'll hear this podcast and be like, heck no, nah, we ain't going to 0 and 3. We'll beat the Thunder and lose to everybody else. So there you go. 0 and 3 D. Go ahead, too. I'm gonna actually say we're gonna beat the Thunder, man. The Thunder, even though we we don't have John Morant, they the talent there still should be it still should be a winnable game for us. But that the key word is should be. I, I get it. I get it. Uh, of course, we're going to lose to the Raptors in Tampa Bay. Okay, Tampa Bay, Toronto, they they close together. It is what it is. Um, <laughs> no, I'm you should say geography class again. <laughs> I almost found but, it. But no, like, even, even like last week, like we saw like the key word has been heart. Like the Raptors got like five players that are averaging like double figures. They don't, they don't have much quote-unquote talent, but the heart is there. And so I think that's another loss there. Uh, Mavericks. Yeah. Um, so give me one and two against the Thunder that we keyword should beat. Yeah. And the bad part is again, to start the season, I said, we need to beat the Mavericks and the Mavericks are about to beat us again. Um, this season, uh, for the, the division, because we just don't have what it takes. Um, with Ja going down, I would love, love, love to see us actually respond in Toronto. Um, the problem is, why did we do so good the first time in Toronto in that first half? One, two was hurt right now. That's why. Um, and so I can't give us the one in Toronto. The crazy thing is, SJ is about to come and just drop probably about 35 on us um, in it goes to show, and then we're going to get beat up by the Mavericks. Um, I'm I'm with the 0-3 train, unfortunately. I'm trying to find a 1-2 and 2 just for John Morant's sake, 1-2, but I I can't see it because there it's not even just about the heart and the coaching. It's just like y'all can't pay millions of dollars to just kind of fail for real, um, and you guys are okay with it. Um, and people want to pacify you and say this is a young team and all this other stuff, but we just got to call it what it is. They're about to go 0-3, and hopefully Jaws back at a reasonable time. Um, but if not, then we just need to start looking into what we do with these draft picks. I was just about to say that. Start going ahead and look at the lottery picks. Uh, if we, <laughs> if we had to down that road. So give me one or two. I mean... right? they, give me one or two. They gonna, we did the same thing last year. Well, I'm trying to keep the hope alive. Man. Give me one or two. Uh, you know it's crazy. If Jaws was playing – I would probably say we would like beat Toronto or Dallas and lost it. We still would have lost OKC, okay, <laughs> but we would have beat one of them too, like we did last week beating Utah. So, but without him, there's no I don't see winning them games. Uh, but OKC okay, at home, like you said, it's yeah gonna go off. They gotta find a way. They gotta find a way. Just like I got them predicted to be Sacramento. Like I said, it's coming out. This quarter coming out after that. They got they can't be nine to fourteen after this week, man. I, I hope not. You know, don't don't forget about Pokemon. Oh man, see, yeah, he averaging five points a game, but you know, don't be the ones that get us. Man, man golf 25. Come on, <laughs> give me one or two, but Ooh. Ooh. man, 
Remember, follow us at starting five, number five, MEO. <laughs> follow me at the one underscore P Shark. I'm still at underscore Sky League on Twitter. Nothing's changed. Uh, please, Ja, for the sake of God, we need you back. It's really <laughs> shitty. And management, please listen. He needs help. And it, it's not with number 13. At Tab Shakir, man. Happy Sunday. Let's let's watch some football and finish these leftovers. Yep, sure. And also, remember, follow I missing up. Remember today, he did ask a question. Uh, the art of Trevor, uh, everything's capitalized up uh, because it is a preposition. I think I said it's not a preposition earlier, so correct myself on that one. Uh, remember to follow us on Twitter. Uh, as I already said, follow us on Twitter. Uh, follow the Grizz Bear Blues at SBN Grizzlies and listen to the other podcast network, 3ND. Core 4, GPB Live, and the Long View. And in case you didn't hear me about following us, follow us at Starting 5, number 5, MEO. But until next time, fellas, 